Welcome everyone. Welcome to Crispy Treats. I'm your radio host, Crispy, and tonight I'm gonna take things a little differently. Um, so usually I do different themes for the show. Uh, for the past weeks, I've done boy bands. I've done um, undercover songwriters. I've done so many different topics and themes, which were way, way, way more fun. But today I want to take things a little slower because it's Wednesday. It's Hump Day. So thank you guys for joining in. Um, yeah, it's I like to call this day Wind Down Wednesday. We like are towards the end of the week, but not really. We're like, you know, in the middle of everything at work and school. And yeah, we're just waiting for the weekend, right? But it's not the beginning of the week. So you don't have those Monday blues, right? So hey, Spark Radio. Thank you for showing up, boo. Um, I was just introducing everyone to the show today is Mind Down Wednesday. Um, we're going to just take a chill, laid back night tonight. And I was just telling everyone I usually do themes for um, my show. But tonight I just wanted to do something a little calmer, a little less structured. Um, honestly, that's me as a person. I'm not a structured person at all. <laughs> so this is just off the whim how I'm feeling. And tonight's playlist is very chill. It's very R&B, it's very, um, nothing too loud, because I feel like it's just a lot of noise lately this past few weeks, you know? So I just wanted something a little calming, you know, something to relax to, because I know everyone's in their heads as of lately, and I don't know what's in the, what's in the air. Is it Mercury retrograde? I don't know. I feel like everyone's been a little bit off. I don't know, you guys tell me. <laughs> Spark Radio said, boo. <laughs> she said, nice, I need chill, yes. We're going to take things chill tonight. I have Rated E here. Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone? Boop, boop. If you guys don't know, Rated E is my partner. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's here. And we're just going to talk about whatever's on my, um, our minds and talk about things, how we wind down, things that keep us chill, keep us calm. And you guys, you know, chime in too. Let me, give me some tips and let me know what you guys do to like wind down in like the middle of the week or any day of the week because it is Wednesday, you know? But um, before I continue on, I'm just gonna play another song tonight and then I'll come back for you guys and let's just have a conversation. So earlier I played, um, I played a couple of songs. I played Moon River by Frank Ocean, which is actually a cover of Breakfast at Tiffany's when she was singing on the um, Firescape playing the guitar or whatever. And that was his cover of it. And I love it. I love it. I love it. And then I played Evergreen by Omar Apollo. He is one of my new favorite artists as of now. A new favorite pop artist. I love his voice. Very almost, I would say a little reminiscent of Frank Ocean. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I feel like in the way he <laughs> says certain things. Um, and funny enough, they're both two gay artists. So that's, that's kind of cool. But I think Frank Ocean, he really, he secured the bag when he came in to the industry yeah he definitely did. did his album he really didn't want any parts of the industry in terms of the messiness and all of that and he left and he came back and gave us more hits and left he gave yeah. us like alternative r&b R &B. that's when yeah. alternative r&b was a thing back then right it was like the weekend frank ocean um i don't know was janae considered alternative r&b back mm, then i don't know i, don't I, know. I consider her like on the cusp of like neo so yeah that's yeah. what i was thinking in my head too tanasha definitely fit that role i'm always going to talk about her guys so you guys are gonna get tired of me um ron fm said that's dope he be in the comments who be in the comments <laughs> frank me. ocean or omar no me uh, i guess me <laughs> because i'm the only other 
I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um, Spark Radio said Tubby candles and a good book, and of course, show music. I love that. First of all, um, shout out to Spark Radio because yeah. Spark, you were doing the thing today. You were supporting people's shows today. I love you to were see like that. calling in. Shout out to you. And I know you stated that you recently got a spot on a radio show or something like that, a That's segment amazing. or a show. Um, yeah. So please share more information with us in the chat so we can know where, where to hear you and also the times of your show so we can try to yeah, tune let in. Yeah, everyone know. Oh, she said I'm exhausted. Girl, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I'm a little exhausted too. Um, you know, when we have these shows, I do my show twice a week. Um, Radio E does his show twice a week. I go to work, commute to work, and then work for eight hours and come back. That's an hour commute going and coming. And I plan my show in between work, the weekends, put my playlist together, come up with concepts while I go into work and even at work and stuff. So I'm constantly thinking about this project amidst while I have other projects that I am doing and working on. So I feel you on that. I'm exhausted too, but we're going to have a good night tonight. We're going to have a chill night. We're just going to, we could can think of this as a therapy session. Right. If you have some Cabernet, if you have, you know, any rosé, whatever you want to drink, yeah, you can just have a glass of that while being tuned in. Yeah, literally, Brady E was just, he just finished work like five literally, minutes ago. Literally. I just finished doing a suit <laughs> that he just helped me on. And yeah. Um, oh, Spark Radio said five years sober. Ooh, I am okay, so, so proud we, of you. We for the mocktails too. We don't mocktails, water, want, something refreshing. Mocktails, yeah. whatever makes you feel good, put that in your system. Yeah, honestly. But um, yeah, so just before we continue on tonight, I'm going to play another song, something chill. It's R&B. And it's actually by a um, a duo, and they're I think they're signed to Drake's label, but I could be wrong. But their name is Division. Love them, love them. And the song I'm gonna play is called "A Muse." So here's "A Muse" by Division. Hello, everyone. So I just played Kalani Mel. is one of my favorite songs like ever from her, and it's one of her like newer songs from her newer albums. And it's such a cute song. It's, it talks about how she just wants to be with someone and she wants to be a unit with that person, right? She wants to melt into them. She wants to be in a cute little house with them and live that life, right? And I feel like that's all we want to have is just have a simple life with the ones we love, right? Um, Hey, Mona, thank you for joining, boo. I want to apologize. I didn't get to tune into your show tonight. I mean, today, because work has been kicking my behind. And you know I would show to every, show up to every show that you do, so I'm sorry that work was blocking our interaction. <laughs> but I do have Ready E here with us. Hey, what's going on, Miss Mona? How are you? She said I didn't show up to my own show. <gasps> <laughs> Not you doing Mona. that to you in trouble. I'm gonna have to send you an Instagram message yeah. tomorrow. You in trouble, Mona. <laughs> Um, but I was just um, explaining to everyone, today is a little different. Usually I have um, themes for my show, and tonight is a little different. Um, it's called Wind Down Wednesdays. Let me know if you guys like that theme. I'm testing it out with you guys right now, actually. Wind Down Wednesday. So I curated a, a, a calmer playlist today, um, and we're just going to talk about what's on our minds today. And just, you know, relax, and let's talk about what helps you wind down on a Wednesday or even any other day, like what keeps you calm, you know? Oh, look, even Mona said, I like it because I need to wind down after today. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people need that right now. Um, I feel like a lot of things are going on. And just earlier before you came in, I was like, what's going on? Is it like Mercury retrograde or something? Because people have been off. 
and I'm like I I wouldn't say that I have been off. I've just been like a little tired and a little exhausted. And it's the employment. I think we just need to throw the entire thing away. Yeah, like and all become full time station head <laughs> creators. Yes, let's manifest that we're all gonna be station head creators, and we're going to make a living off of that, guys. Okay, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna manifest it. We're gonna sing a mantra about it, right? Okay, so I'm gonna send you a tip so we can start now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, thank you for that. He's he's gonna he's gonna treat me out to dinner tonight. <laughs> she said yes. Can they pay us five hundred dollars an hour? Can that be a thing? Like honestly, five hundred dollars an hour. I wish, right? Um, you know, the reason I came up with this topic of wind down Wednesday was because I was just me, but I've been experiencing so many different people that I've like came across this past few weeks and they've just been telling me how exhausted they've been, how drained they have been. Um, I know I've been a little exhausted. I know Rady E has been exhausted. People at work have told me and vented to me and you can see in people's faces, like on the train and like the way you interact with these people, you know, the job I have is very client based and a lot of them do seem a little exhausted too, you know? So I, I think we're all on the same boat here tonight. So we're going to have a chill night tonight. It's not going to be a long show. Because I want to know what, what's like on your minds right now. Um, I feel like as of the past few weeks, employment has been on our minds a lot, right? Yes. Honestly, throw it away. Throw the entire <laughs> thing away. Yeah. I remember we started with Monday and, you know, you and I just talking about career goals and just goals in yeah. general. And, you know, Debbie chimed in and Sergio and Mona. And I think, I think right now, I don't know if it's the world, but particularly within our country, I think a lot of us are just overworked underpaid and you know a lot of us aren't passionate about what we're doing right? yeah we're surviving we're not living yeah which is different and i'm so happy to have the show tonight because we get to vent to each other and you know sometimes i feel like we just need to speak talk write it out just to get it out of our systems because who can we really talk to sometimes you know who can i run to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like um yeah with employment you know i I don't hate my job, right? I don't hate it because it could be worse. I've had worse. Guys, if you want to run down my resume, I've had odd jobs. <laughs> Can, oh, my God. So everyone loves the story. <laughs> so Rated E, a few years ago, he recommended me a job at a pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves the story. I don't know why. So he recommended me a job at a pharmacy, right, in the Bronx, in our neighborhood, right? And at the time, I didn't have a job. I think I lost my job at that point. Was it before COVID or after COVID? I think that was... Before mm, COVID? Maybe that was before. Right before COVID? Or during. No, it was maybe during. That's maybe when during they started COVID. like opening. You sure? Yeah, because it was a pharmacy. So they still okay. had like people. Yeah. There. So he reckoned me, recommended me this job at a pharmacy. She took me right away. <laughs> and you know, so funny. We did shopping for, my, for that job because I wanted more professional attire, right? And so she took me right away. She let me come in. She was sweet. She was super <laughs> sweet. So here's the kicker. I come in. She's like telling me what where everything is and stuff like that. And then at the end, she's like, do you speak Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> and damn well, I don't speak Spanish. But I told her I did. I told her I spoke Spanish. And she's like, okay, cool. And I forgot, you know, that's that's a large reason why I came in contact with her, right? Because, you know... I'm bilingual. I speak Spanish. You know, my yeah. family's from Dominican Republic. So, you know, when I got in contact with her, I thought, okay, like, <laughs> yeah, maybe I might take this, but I was at another job. And I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna refer people who I think could 
do well and needed, you know, something different. I yeah. referred him, of course, and I forgot that part. Yeah, I was, I was, oh my God. But it was my fault, though, because I could, literally could have told her, no, I don't speak Spanish. But I lied and said yes because I wanted a job. I don't know. I feel like I was living out of a sitcom, guys. <laughs> um, Spark, Radio's, Spark Radio said, or Debbie said, hi, sorry, was crawling out of the tubby. And Mr. Comment, I'm loving the fact that you're in the tubby right now. Listen, Debbie <laughs> was working today. She definitely was. So you definitely need everyone's that shows, like literally, you know, hopping on calls and, you know, supporting people's shows. And I love yeah. to see it. I love to see, you know, people supporting other people. And yeah. I think you're one of those people I've been noticing thus far, you know, you water other people. And that's mm -hmm. an amazing, you know, skill to have. That is because, listen, that type of trait and just you as a person, get your you personality far. will get you far. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't realize how many how how much you're helping people mm -hmm. even something as showing up leaving a comment you know interacting with someone it means a lot it means a lot to somebody right um as mona said crispy google translate <laughs> you know what i was too scared to take my phone out and i, I didn't want to look unprofessional and it was a pharmacy you were going to be dealing with like medication yeah. and counting pills and yes. creating pills and all of that and, and getting people there and your city is fast-paced very so fast-paced right? like, and the pharmacy was super tight so the pharmacy yeah. was under a hospital so like mm -hmm. once they would like finish their appointment with their doctor they would come straight down to the basement and pick up the medication so She's like, do you speak Spanish? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but she didn't speak Spanish. She didn't, no, the funny part is she, she, okay, this is what blew my mind. She, she asked me if I spoke Spanish. Obviously I don't, but she knew more Spanish than I did. She literally knew, like, she knew how to hold a conversation in Spanish more than I did. And she's not even Hispanic or Latina. But I think in New York, that's the beauty of it. You know, a lot of us, it's a melting pot. So, you know, some people don't speak Spanish or certain languages, but they know enough to get by, which yeah. is beautiful, right? <laughs> but I forgot to mention that, of course, I got in contact with her because I speak Spanish. So, yeah. you know, it would if I would have took it, it would have been easy. But I'm like, oh, no, I wasn't looking right now. So handed it off to him and referred him. But forgot to mention that they're looking for someone who's bilingual in Spanish. And I forgot to mention that. <laughs> I'm I'm going to be so embarrassed after telling you guys this story because it gets worse. <laughs> Eight hours underground in the basement <laughs> acting like I spoke Spanish. So every time a patient came in, I'm like, hola. But that's the only thing I knew. And then like people would call in. And there was a girl who worked at the front with me. And she was training me. And OK, so this is so mean to say. But I told her, you know, I only know a little bit of Spanish, right? I had to, like, lie a little bit, right? And she was, like, training me. And then she was, like, um, so what's your background? <laughs> I panicked so hard. And I don't know why I did this. But I was, like, I'm half Puerto Rican and Campbell. <laughs> but the kicker was, the reason I said half Puerto Rican was, let's be real, a lot of Puerto Ricans don't speak Spanish. No, but in New York, a lot of people used to say that growing up, yeah. right? So, which was annoying, you know. To the Puerto Rican community because it took away from them. Yeah. But a lot of people would say that to get jobs yes. or things like that. Which you know, because we New York, we have a huge you know Puerto Rican population. We call yeah. it the New York Rican population. New, New Yorkans. They've yeah. been here for so long. They contribute to our culture, they right? They're and, embedded in New York. Right. Culture. They're they're part of New York, right? Yeah. New York is like you have to acknowledge the Puerto Rican presence, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it's a beautiful presence. So a lot of people used to say that growing up, you know, to get jobs or opportunities. Yeah when referring to Spanish, so it was funny. <laughs> so that was the first thing that I said, and I shouldn't have said that, but that was the first thing that popped into my mind, right? But obviously I'm not half Puerto Rican, I'm fully Cambodian. Oh, if you guys didn't know, I'm fully Cambodian. But um, 
Shout out to my Southeast Asian. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but um, I don't know why I said that. So that was even worse. And then the whole time I'm like mumbling like certain Spanish words or like trying to see what to say. And she was basically telling me what to say to these clients, not these clients, these patients. And when I tell you I was sweating, I was hot as heck just doing it. It was so embarrassing, guys. And like I went on break. And I was like, I don't know if I could come back. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I just wanted to disappear. But because Eddie referred me, I didn't want him to look bad. So I was like, dang, now I got to stay, stick with this to the end of the day. And then tell her that I won't be coming back. No, Mona. Mona, honestly, I really forgot to mention <laughs> she that. She said, Eddie, this is your fault. They were looking for someone bilingual. You know what I mean? Because you know what it is sometimes? I think when you grow up bilingual, whatever language you speak, and you and in that instance, you know, in that community in our neighborhood, it's a lot of, you know, Dominicans. I'm Dominican, yeah. you know, it's a lot of Hispanics, Puerto Ricans, you know. We have a lot of Hispanics in New York City, specifically yeah. the Bronx, right? Mm -hmm. So I forget sometimes that, you know, <laughs> some people around me don't speak Spanish, you know what I mean? But also he's been with me for so long and he's grew up, he grew up around a lot of Hispanic, Hispanics. Latinos so that's the beauty of New York. That, yeah, that's Sometimes we don't know the exact language, but we know how to get by, in, yeah. right? So I really forgot to mention it, like, I don't know why, like, it just went over my head. Yeah, like, I know the basic, like, me amo crispy, um, ya tu sabe, que lo que, you know? I know that. Que lo que, mami. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was in that predicament, and every time I tell this story to people, they love it. I don't know why, and I find it so embarrassing. I felt so bad when you told me, oh, my God, you want to leave? I'm like, why you want to leave? What are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, um, you know, it's too much Spanish for me, and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> uh, that made sense. And I honestly, I it really went over my head. Listen, during COVID, I did not have a break. I was working full time still in school yeah. full time. So it was a lot. I don't know why. I just wanted people to have opportunities because a lot of people lost their jobs. You know what I mean? And AKA it sucked. Me. Yeah, it I did sucked. lose my job. Yeah, yeah, it really sucked. So I'm like, I'm gonna help anyone out if I can. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was a that was a fun story to tell. So now it's been like three years since that happened, and all my friends love to say Happy Puerto Rican Day to me. As a joke, every single year because of that story, I tell them they send me Puerto Rican flags. They text me Puerto Rican flags. It's so funny. She said, "Did you resign after eight hours?" Yeah, I texted her and I was like, "Hey, I don't think I'm gonna come back." But you know, it was so she was sweet. so sweet though. She was. She, she was, was so sweet. She was like, you know, I have another opportunity. If you don't want to do that, you mm -hmm. can work in the back with me. And I was just like, I don't think I could do it. And I should have took you it. She was. So I know. Sweet. She was so sweet. Yeah. She gave me an opportunity. So she probably knew I lied, and she still gave me opportunities. So that's a real one, and I still have her number. <laughs> Debbie said, "I'm gonna mail you a Puerto Rican hat." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Debbie, you are too funny. Oh my god. But yeah, that's my one of my work stories. I want to know what other people's work stories are. I can't be the only one that have crazy yeah, work know, stories. Shout out to all the Puerto Ricans who make New York City, you know, a large part yes. of what it is, honestly. Yeah, honestly, shout out to my Puerto Ricans. Yeah, especially absolutely. in New York, you know. Um, <laughs> I just ended up being stupid. I don't know why I said that. But no, you guys are amazing. Like, you guys created culture in new york, new york city, city you, know? you know we have new york is such a melting pot and i love that you know yeah. our puerto ricans mexicans you know dominicans african-americans it's such a beautiful mm -hmm. melting pot sometimes we For forget sure. about how beautiful it is because of all the nonsense we deal with but yeah it is it is beautiful in a way. yeah take yeah. out all that outside noise and just focus on who's in the community is really beautiful like you know 
I always tell this to people. Growing up, I never really got got along with Asians. Hello, I'm Asian. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> Every time I would make friends with Asians, it just didn't work out. They would look at me weird. They would treat me weird. Um, they wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to relate to them. They wouldn't be able to relate to me. And I would tell them like, growing up, I grew up kind of differently. You know, my parents weren't as strict. Um, we still like practice. You know, go, going to the temples and you know. We, we know our language, we eat our food, um, you know, we grew up with immigrant parents, right? You know, they taught us about respect of elders and this and that. But um, other than that, like, listen, growing up, my parents and I used to watch the Parkers, Family Matters. We grew up with, like, Black culture and living with, living in a community full of, you know, a Black community, Latino community, Hispanic community. So, you know, we got a little bit of everything. That's why when people are confused when I talk about, like, Aventura and, like, yeah, I know their music because, you know, we grew up listening to that in the bodegas, the supermarkets around us, um, the people in school, you know, there wasn't a lot of Asian people in my elementary school, you know, or middle school, actually. Um, but, yeah, we, so my point is, you know, I grew up with a lot of cultures, so the way I grew up was a little differently. It was more a little m- more Americanized, I'm not going to lie. No, I, I think that's the thing with New York. It's so diverse that, you know, you have your culture, but then there's the culture of New York. And New York has its own culture. People yeah. don't understand that either, right? It's its own entity, right? And um, there's a New York culture. And then, you know, if you're from another, you know, if you're first generation born here, there's that culture, right? Yeah. And then in New York, the borough you're born in, you know, and we're from the Bronx. And yeah. the Bronx has its own culture, culture as well, right? Yeah. Bronx, Manhattan, Queens. You know Brooklyn, Staten Island, and they're all different. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting, and you know, and I understand what you mean. Like, you know, I'm first generation born here as well, and I felt the same growing up. Like when I would go back to DR and visit family, like it's it's crazy how they'd be like Americano, like, and you're like, yeah, but I'm Dominican. I'm Dominican. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Dominican American. But you know, um, it's because when you're not born and raised in the motherland, right, so to speak, they can tell. Yeah. And then the ones. You know, and the people of your culture here, you know, there's still a lot of microaggressions within our country in, in America. You know, yeah. as we know that we still have to get get by, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, skin color and, you know, and status and things of that nature. Yeah. And I know with the Hispanic community is really big on that. You know, it's a lot of colorism, too. So I, I can relate to that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of colorism with, with even within our own, you know, um, communities and cultures, right? Um, Mona said, no, that's such a good story. And shout out to the Dominicans. <laughs> Spark Radio, Debbie, said, hmm, well, Nurse Forever, some are sad and some are inspiring and some are just shitty, literally. Oh, my God, yes. My sister <laughs> has told me stories about, like, you know, patients shitting on themselves and, you know, like, those bags that they would wear and stuff like that. Yeah, right? but not just them shitting on themselves, their personalities. You know, I think nurses go through so much. Yeah. And if you ever work in a clinic, you have to have a lot of patience. You do, and oh you need God. to love people because... Debbie, I'm there with strength. you. Yeah. I worked in urgent care, and you know, I, and I used to do HIV and STD testing and work, and it's not for the week. It is not. It's and a the, lot of work. The stories I would hear from Eddie, the stories I would hear from my sister. But yeah, it's crazy. So I give you guys a lot of credit for that. <laughs> Mona said, Crispy, I kind of went through the same thing. My first office job required me to type in Arabic, and I lied and said I could. And the employer felt bad for me, and they said they'd give me a few weeks to learn, and it took me, like, close to six months to get it. <laughs> I mean, hey, they gave you a chance, and did you learn anything from that? Did you Were you able to, like, write? Did you learn anything? I want to know more about this story. But shout out to the employers who give people a chance. I think we live in a generation now where, first of all, they're kind of – so I'm going to share this. I had a training at a job. I won't say where. Um, and the person I was partnered up with in a group, she was the older – older woman she was in her 50s and she said you know i think a lot of these jobs are amazing and they give great opportunities to you know 
people like you and younger, but you know, I think for those people who are past a certain age, we feel left out because they don't really train us anymore. Yeah. They don't include us in their activities and everything's made for like a certain generation or a certain age range. And when she said that, I was like, she's right. She's yeah. really right. You know, I think a lot of employers now are excluding people based off of their age, um, you know, their income and, you know, where they come from. So it's hard to find jobs now that are willing to train people and give you a chance. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Speaking of that. um. Wait, before I go on to my work history, but Mona said, I did, oh my God, now I type so fast. That was truly so nice of them. No, I agree. She said, but I was the last fuck, to be honest. Yes, they're brutal out here, now, out there now. Oh, I can't even read right now. But um, <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, you know, I've had a lot of weird jobs, right? My first job was Urban Outfitters at 18. I worked at American Apparel. doesn't exist anymore. I worked two jobs while I was in college, guys, to fund my own education. I literally funded my own education, That's working cool. two jobs, out here. Mm. taking seven classes per semester, you know, three-hour classes. It was brutal. Mm -hmm. and, and then I did, like, a, a weird, like, mini shop at some office building selling snacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's when I started dating um, Eddie was when I was having that job. And then I lost that job due to COVID. Honestly, that was a blessing in disguise. And then I did the pharmacy job. <laughs> and then I did, oh my God, the worst job I would have to say is Amazon. Oh I God. hated doing Amazon, guys. You used guys. to work so hard. Yes, oh it was so physically tasked. Like, what is it? Physically daunting. It was like horrible. I was those people who would wear those blue vests outside my five foot five, foot five self. Dragging this big ass, what is it, like cart with boxes on top of boxes. Shout out to the me. Amazon workers because they work even on the holidays, rain, yeah. sleet, snow. Like it, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, you know, every time I see Amazon workers like on the street or even in our building, because I work in um, like an interior design building, um, I always ask them if they need water. I ask them if they're okay. You know, just like creating conversations with them because they are, they're exhausted. They're, they Absolutely. literally get paid minimum wage because I got paid minimum wage. And they're dragging heavy shit throughout the city and, you know, throughout the streets and stuff, delivering to people but every also, day. they're the backbone of, like, our nation. Those people who work in factories, who do things like Amazon, right, UPS workers, um, teachers, nurses, like, these are the people who run, help run society more smoothly, right? Yeah. If it weren't for these people, we wouldn't have a lot of the things we have and need. Yeah. So you have to have an appreciation and, and the respect for them, you know? Honestly... I'm glad I went through that experience, even though that was probably my worst job ever, because that job literally messed up my back. Like, no joking, guys. Like, it literally messed up my back after, t you know, doing that job. And I did that job for, like, a few months, and I just had to leave. And then I did, like, another delivery job, um, and it, was a, it wasn't, like, Amazon. It was a food delivery job. Kind of like GoPuff, right? Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys know what GoPuff is. It's kind of like a... A delivery service kind of like instacart but they have a warehouse yeah it's like instacart so i did that you know i was the one packing the food for people so they could take it to their apartments you know so yeah i did a lot of re really weird jobs oh my god speaking of that that job that i did do it was called what's it called the delivery food job oh my god how did i forget I, well they shut down because of the the, Rus the russian the, war the russian yeah. Ukrainian war right um dang i forgot what job i did what was it called it was in the city i really forgot. it was yeah, it was in Harlem. And funny enough, before I took that job, I'm telling you, my job timeline is horrible. Before I took that job, I worked at a dry cleaners a block away from that job. <laughs> I worked at that dry cleaners for like a week. <laughs> it was sketchy. It was very sketchy. It was very weird. Um, 
found out in money laundering. The boss didn't know, like, he was too chill for me because he was just like, do whatever you want. And just like, prices were weird. And like, it was so weird, guys. Um, No, Mona, it, it wasn't freshly. I forgot what it was called. But it was like purple, right? No, I don't know what it was. Like, the brand clothes were like purple and yellow. Or maybe it was that was something big. else. I really forgot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I did a dry cleaner job before I took that job. That was, that, that it was literally a block, block away from each other. <laughs> But um yeah that was my weird um work timeline. Fast forward to today, I I was stuck between two jobs and I was so upset that it happened to me. So I ended up quitting all these jobs. Oh no, I lost my job again. The, the food because delivery of the job war. because of yeah, the war. Because yeah. Of the war. So I lost my job like two to three times, guys. Two, three times lost my job. And I was just applying to so many different jobs, but this time I took my time in terms of my intentions with what I wanted to do. So um, fast forward, I got accepted to two jobs. One was a sex toy job. And it was, okay, listen to me, guys. It's not like a shady, like, sex stores. It was like, no, this one was, like, elevated, like, sex toys. It was, like, um, a millennial-owned, like, type of company. Not millennial-owned, but, like, a lot of millennials worked there. So it was very um, modern. The way, like, they worked was very, like, what we like, right? I think and, it was, wasn't it um, female ran, I think. Yeah, it was female mm-hmm. ran, female owned, created by a female in Brooklyn. And dang, I forgot these name of these jobs. But um, they sold like their sex toys like online on Sephora and stuff like that. And they had like a, a cute like office, like warehouse. And they t- took me in. Oh my God, I felt so bad. So before I took the job that I had now, I said yes to them. But the, the problem was. They were part time. Yeah, technically it was part-time. They paid well, but it was part-time. Yeah, it was like, what was it, like $28 an hour, but I could only work three days or something like that, which is not feasible enough. And on top of that, Eddie and I were in the middle of moving. So mm-hmm. I lost my job while we were in the middle of moving, got a new one. And yeah, see, it's crazy, guys. Sorry, Our life is crazy. But you know what was crazy? Him and I had planned for moving. We had saved up like maybe close to 10 k for yeah. the move, just to make sure we had you everything had 10K. set. You saved us. And, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. I was so depressed. I was so sad, guys. But, um, yeah, I was between two two jobs, a sex toy job, which was, like, way more creative, way more fun. It was more free-flowing, I guess, in terms of ideas and stuff like that. And they loved me. I did, like, four interviews back-to-back to diff- with different people, and they all loved me. And the last person I did an interview with, she was like the, not the president, I don't know what you would call her, like the operations manager for that sex toy company. And she loved me so much that she cha- she wanted to change my position so I could work under her specifically. And I said yes to her and everything. It was so bad, guys. But um, I had to decline because I ended up taking the job that I have now, which is the interior design job where I am a sales rep, right? And the only reason I took this job was because I was able to work full-time, make my hours, and the pay was decent, right? Decent. And then, you know, it was something to keep me afloat, and it, it kept me really happy, you know? And the, the person who hired me, which is my manager, amazing, I told her she saved my life because we were in the midst of, like, all these changes and moving in, and we'd have furniture and this and that. It was crazy. Um, yeah, I literally told her she saved my life, and not saying that I don't like the job. It's just not what I prefer to do, which is different, you know? It's not your passion. Yeah, That's it's not okay. my passion, but I don't hate going to work, if that makes sense. But, um, yeah, I'm in an interior design field. I work with different clients. Um, 
you know, how people pick out wallpapers, fabrics, this and that, whatever. And, you know, as sales reps, we make commissions. So on top of that, it was amazing, you know. And being at that job showed me, like, how stable a job could be because I've had unstable jobs before, back to back. And one thing I do like about this job is that it's stable. And, you know, I learned a lot because I had no background in sales. I had no background in interior design. I had nothing. And she took me under her wing, taught me everything. And sometimes I forget that I'm, I'm, I should be grateful for where I'm at right now, right? Because we just talk about how much we want to be where we want to be. But it's okay to just be like, this is where we're supposed to be. Right. And it's part of the process. It's a part of the process because if I don't go through this process, who knows where I will end up being, you know? That's true. So, yeah, I just want to go down to the comments and see what you guys have to say. But also, <laughs> just remembering, you know, being grateful is a great thing. It's an amazing thing. It is. But there's nothing wrong with also saying to yourself, you know, like, I'm grateful, but there's something I'm also passionate about and I would love to do, right? I think it's yeah. okay to, to dream and have goals. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I think oftentimes a lot of us when we are working or in a current job or career, whatever the situation is, we feel like we owe our lives to it. Yeah. And we forget about ourselves. We neglect our dreams, our goals, and you know, aspirations and things like that. And you can be grateful and do a job greatly, even though it's not your passion. But still, at the same time, want more for yourself. No, There's I nothing agree. wrong with that. Uh, Mona said, um, Crispy, you're so brave. I admire that. Uh -huh, thank you so much. It's intimidating to go from job to job like that. You know what's so funny? You say that is intimidating, but I kind of find it fun. Not fun, but like I'm so used to it by now. Because this is, I always joke around how like I can never stay out of job for too long. Because... I hate feeling stagnant. I but hate that's millennials. Insane. I think that's us. Like we, we, we're learn. We learned that if you don't like something, you know, you try you to change it. You try to change it. If you can't change it, then don't settle. I'm not saying yeah. that you should quit everything. Like we talked about the other day, right? Everything, nothing good comes easy, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think anyone is obligated to do anything that makes them unhappy. And yeah, I think millennials, no, I we're just and we're in that in that wave of. I don't want to stay at a job if it doesn't make me happy. If I have to be here every day, at least let it be enjoyable. You know yeah. what I mean? Even if it's not my forever thing, let me enjoy it. No, I Life is short. Agree. Life is short. And so for you to say it's intimidating, I understand why it's intimidating because, you know, like you never want to give up something that might be sustainable to your life, right? Because let's be honest, working, right, working at these jobs is our livelihood. This is how yeah, we feed absolutely. ourselves. This is how we pay the bills, you know? And it's kind of sad to say that it is, but America is capitalistic, right? We live in a capitalistic environment. Uh, in environment, what did I say? Capitalistic um, country. But yeah, um, Monster seriously, we're trying hard out here. Uh, it's fine. They got money. Uh, and Moni said, yes, trust the process. Crispy, it's okay to let down an offer. It's better than being offered a position and then having that withdrawn for shady reasons. Listen. That's true. That is true. Listen. I agree with you. If there's anything I've learned in working in these fields, read a room yeah learn how to read a room fast because oftentimes you can leave a position or a situation just by reading those little signs of you know them being a little cheap with certain things or treating patients and clients a certain way or you see those employees slowly leaving you know or those are your signs yeah like certain things you know it's time learn to, to read a room yeah listen i've dodged so many bullets reading rooms at different organizations i've worked at and, and you were all right about every and i was right about, about all of them yeah right i left way before things anything hit the fan like 
And I was yeah. right just by reading the room. Of course, I've gained great experience at certain places. And mm -hmm. at the time, I loved it. But unfortunately, that's the nature of a lot of jobs. We all work like nothing good lasts forever. forever. And that's unfortunate and yeah. sad to say. But learn to read a room because the organization, if you leave, they won't wait five minutes until they replace you. So no, that's, that is remember true. that. So, you know, I love the conversations we're having and I want to know more about your work stories or anything that you guys want to talk about. Let it all out tonight because it's Wind Down Wednesday. And like I said, this is like a therapy session for us tonight. You know, let's, let's release all these emotions and thoughts that we have because, you know, Eddie and I are talking about work and how it's been feeling and how we want to do other things in life, right? So, yeah, I want to know what you guys are thinking, how you guys are feeling, you know, in this period of your life. Like, what's, what's the... What would you call this chapter of your life? If you was to name this period of your life, what would you name it? It's weird for me um, because I'm turning 30 in a month. Mm -hmm. So I feel like your mid to late 20s, it's so different. You, yeah. you change so much and you don't realize it for those people who are, you know, at the same stage or are older than 30. Like in your mid to late 20s, you change a lot and you don't realize how much you change and the things that you thought were forever in terms of how you would be changed. And yeah. I know for me right now, I'm going through a huge metamorphosis. That's my stage right now. Like, Ooh, you, so would you name that, that chapter? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I thought I would be right. I would be graduating from midwifery school this upcoming year. Mm -hmm. Would have been a midwife, right? Um, would have been done officially with my master's at 30 and looking forward to the other plans that we talked about for the next decade. Yeah. And that took a turn this year, everything changed for me. You know, my career goal has changed and I'm right now in that process of changing it and it's going well thus far. Right now, work, it's a great place, but I don't like what's going on. So I'm not super thrilled about it. And I'm also thinking about doing more things that feed my soul, you know, yeah. started my radio show finally on AMP at first and now Station Head after being doing college radio, you know, almost a decade ago. And it's crazy. Like, I think right now for me, this is a stage of metamorphosis. I'm going through a lot of change. And the crazy thing is I'm no stranger to change. Around this time every year, I'm always going through a lot of change. Yeah, Ironically, time, every always, year. always, yeah. always, always. But I think in terms of life, this will be my metamorphosis stage. I'm just changing everything. Everything I thought I wanted, who I wanted to be, it's just changing. No, I definitely love how you said metamorphosis. I, that literally encompasses what you're dealing with right now, how you're feeling and what's going on right now. But um, yeah, I would say that's a great, I wouldn't think of anything other, anything better than that because that explains so well what you're going through. Yeah. So many different changes, right? So the vocabulary word of the day is metamorphosis. photosynthesis. <laughs> 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 oh my God, guys, before we go on to the music break, I don't watch Spongebob, never grew up watching Spongebob. So every time people reference Spongebob, yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. And everyone it. hates me for that. <laughs> everyone hates me. They say, oh my God, I hate you. What's wrong with you? How do you not watch Spongebob? So sorry, guys, for breaking your hearts. I've never seen Spongebob. I've seen episodes, but I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Spongebob was funny. It was. Oh, Mona said crispy. I didn't watch it either. Oh, thank God I'm not the only one. Oh. <laughs> I just thought Spongebob's voice was annoying. Even as a kid, I thought it he was, was kind of annoying. annoying. <laughs> yeah, with his like, annoying-ass voice. But um. I'm gonna, we're going to take a music break. Like I said, it's Wind Down Wednesday. So I'm playing chiller songs. And you know I have to add my girl to Nashe. I'm going to add her every time I could get, guys. But before, yeah. So we're going to play some music. And then when we come back, let's talk about our aspirations. Let's talk about our dreams. What we want to do with our lives. What our interests are. Because we're talking about what we're dealing with right now. Oh, I forgot. 
what would I name my chapter? I think I would name my chapter so class, so class, so close, but yet so far. That's how it feels. I feel like I'm, but it still feels so far. It feels attainable, but it's gonna. I feel like the time period is gonna be a while for yeah, me to attain that time goal. Keep, time, time keeps reminding you how fast it's going, which is the crazy part. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I know my chapter of this, my life right now, is kind of long, so close yet so far. But that's literally what it feels like. But uh, I want to know what you you guys would name your ch- um, chapters. Mona, um, Debbie, who else is in here? Ron FM. I want to know what you guys would name your chapters. Put it down in the chat below, and let's talk about it when we come back. But yes, when we do come back from the music break, I want to talk about, like I said, our aspirations in life, our goals, our dreams, you know, what we want to pursue, what we want to do with our lives. So here is Tanache with, drumroll, Save Room For Us. I love this song. And that was my imagination with Majid Jordan and featuring Division. I love Division. Me too. And before that, Losing Control by Russ. And before that was Save Room for Us by Tanache and Mac J. And No Better by Colleen Taylor. Um, the reason I left my imagination as the last song before coming back in is not not more so like him talking about loving somebody or ha- having his heart broken, but that one lyric where it says my imagination is a celebration that stuck out to me a lot because it's true like our imaginations are like something we can't really what is it it's very out of our 3d experience right is our is what we're thinking is what we're feeling is what we're creating in our minds and what we want for ourselves our dreams or realities fantasies whatever it is it's more than this 3d world that we live in right Mona said Majid Jordan is so hot. I definitely agree with you. Yes, 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 yes. Check, check, check. They are hot. He is hot. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I was just reading your converse, um the comments that you guys, you know, were having together. And, you know, I just want to highlight some of the things that you guys said, you know. Let's see. Let's go back. One thing that really, you know, stuck out to me was just Debbie's experience and some advice that she's been giving. You know, she talked about, you know, reaching a larger audience and learning and growing and keeping her father's memory alive, which I really love that. That's so heartfelt. That's so beautiful to say, you know, you're doing God's work or, you know, you're doing the universe's work, you know, which is amazing. And Mona said, if I had to name a phase of my life after a song, it would be Sam Smith's Not the Only One after listening to Eddie. (laughs) No, I agree. Like, we all can relate in some way. So I definitely agree with that. And let's see what else. I just want to highlight some more things that you guys are saying to each other. Amona said, but for real, someone told me I need to believe in myself more and stop being so hard on myself today. I passed that message to everyone here. I love that, Mona. Um, I think all of us needed to hear that today. And whoever is in this chat, in this radio show, we all need to hear that today. And, you know, when I replay the show and post it on YouTube and, you know, create my content, I want to highlight what you just said. So. You're speaking to millions of people out there. So I'm glad you pointed that out. Okay. So, no, I just want to talk about, you know, I talked about my weird work experiences and how we feel like we're not there in life yet, right? And we're in our mid-20s, early 30s, and, you know, just growing and getting older and wiser and beautiful, you know? So I want to know with, with like, everyone else in our radio station today i guess i can start with you ready e um what are some of your aspirations in life oh my god i sound like that beyonce song <laughs> on the 
pretty hurt. <laughs> in the beginning of the song, she plays um a monologue from her old childhood video, yeah. I think, of her doing beauty patches or something like that. Or like it was like a the show video or was set um around beauty patches. Yeah, oh, and okay. the deception. The de- yeah, right. yeah. And he's like, What are your aspirations in life? And she's like, Uh, my aspirations. But um, no, I want to know what your aspirations are like, or I do know. I would like you to share with other people. Like, what are your dreams? What are your aspirations in life? What do you want to work towards? Like, what do you want to do for yourself and leave an impact in the world? For me, I think um, one of my goals would definitely have to be to continue helping people. Yeah. It sounds weird. I'm like an introvert. Well, I'm a bit more introverted. But I do like helping people. I do think that we're on this planet for a reason with one another and to make our experiences better. Yeah. So to continue helping people is definitely um, important to me. And advocacy too. You yeah, do a lot advocacy. Of advocacy. I'm, I'm a huge advocate. I think a lot of what I do and believe in is advocacy. That's, yeah. that's just come, that always came natural to me. Um, I've always been a person who doesn't like people feeling left out mm-hmm. or, you know, fakeness, deception that's never been my thing i'm that person in the room that you know i will read the room if i have to you, you know i would room. and i would stand up for what i think it's it's right you know but with good reason not just to start commotion to start commotion there's a way to go about it mm-hmm. so continue advocacy i would say indulge in more enjoyment more things that bring me happiness yeah I think I am a very creative person and I haven't tapped into that because of the past few years just being, you know, working full time and just being in school a lot. And when you do certain careers, I think it diminishes your creativity. Yeah, it definitely does. So I think my aspiration is to be more creative in whatever I do mm-hmm. and make sure that's, you know, involved in that. Yeah. And lastly, um, continue my route with mental health. Like I'm working towards changing my career in that realm and it's something I think I can see myself doing forever and I want to continue towards that and being in that field. Yeah, and I definitely think you're working towards it because every single day you're doing something to make sure you reach that goal, which is amazing, right? Because not a lot of people could do that. Sometimes people do give up or sometimes people are just like, where their circumstances is in life, they just can't do that. And it's, it's the honest truth. Some people just can't follow their dreams or do what they want to do because they have to take care of things and you know, financially it's just hard for them and stuff like that. So I very com- I commend you a lot for that, and I also want to say, um, I read this article years ago, and I used to, I tell this study all the time. There was this article I read a few years back where they did an interview with a couple of people, I believe, and they asked these people, grown adults, they asked them when they were younger, what did they want to be, and they said like you know typical like doctor, astronaut, whatever it is, or I don't know, artist, whatever it is, right? So young, four years old, three years old, whatever it is, adolescent years, they said that's what they wanted to be. And then in the um, article, they talked about how they went through various different um, careers in life. And then they ended up being at the career they said when they were four years old. So it's crazy how much you know as a kid that you think you don't, but you actually do know more. You know that's always been my theory, and I told you that. I think as children or, excuse me, as young adults, we actually know about ourselves a little more than we think. Because this is the the people we want to be before the world is telling telling us who we're supposed to be. Yeah. So a lot of times, those things that you say you want to be when you get older, when you're a kid, of course, you don't have that much knowledge. But yeah, in terms of what it takes to get there, what it truly entails. But 
that's coming from a place of purity mm -hmm. when you're saying that's what you want to become yep. versus when you get older in your teens and early 20s, you're surrounded by, you know, monetary things, materialistic things, and the idea of working or doing whatever you have, whatever you're supposed to do to survive and support yourself, right? So I have that theory that you actually know a lot more about yourself and what you want to do before you get older because the world kind of tells you who you need to be yep. as an adult when you become older. No, I definitely agree with you. And um, dang, I lost my train of thought. This always happens to me. I have something amazing to say, guys. I swear. <laughs> no, but um, I feel like as kids, you know, like for me, you know, I talk, I share about my experience with fighting between fashion school and film school, and I ended up going to fashion school, and now I'm thinking about going back to film school or want to go back to film school, right? Um, as a kid, I don't know if I share this with you, Eddie, but you know, as a kid, I loved movies, I loved TV, right? I love storytelling, like I said. Um, I used to collect DVDs as a kid. I still kind of, kind of did as I got older. Blu-ray DVDs, you know, so many different types of movies. I have like boxes full of just DVDs because I used to love movies, right? And I still do. And then when I got a little older, I guess like 11, 10, <laughs> my sister had this laptop. I think it was called the Vio laptop or something like that. And, or it was a, a gateway laptop, something like that. And it had a webcam on it. And, you know, we never had a computer with a webcam on it. So I used to record myself doing horror movies. So <laughs> I would record myself getting dragged in the hallway from like a, a ghost. And I would do like little horror clips, right, as a kid. And then I would use... um. It was an iMovie. It was another program that like Windows had to like put videos together. I forgot what it was called, like Movie Maker or something I think like it that. Was movie Maker, something. Yeah. And I used to put these clips time. together and make a little movie. And my sister always talks about this all the time, and I get so embarrassed when she talks about it. But it's the truth. I made my own little movie. It was just one, but just like even like after that, as a kid, I just loved filming, documenting. That's why I'm you know doing YouTube too, filming my radio show. Um. I love filming things. I, like That's why I use TikTok and stuff like that. If you guys want to follow me on TikTok, it's not radio-related. It's interior design-related, but more so leaning to lifestyle now. But I just love filming. I love documenting. And I think the reason I love filming so much, creating stories, creating visuals, is because growing up, my dad used to record us and do home videos a lot. And he had the big camera with the VHS tape. So, you know, you would record it. It will be recorded on the VHS tape. And then you just play it back and see all the home videos. And um, yeah, it was, um, it was an amazing, amazing, like, system or whatever. This camera was huge. I don't know if he still has it. I don't know if he threw it out. I need to ask him. But um, he used to record, like, family parties. If there was a VHS tape of me on my first birthday, me in, in diapers, and I was um, dancing, and there's, like, another video of me where we, we, like, we were in my parents' living room in the, our small apartment, and... We were listening to um, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, and I'm over here dancing, and my brother's like dancing with me. And mind you, I'm like a little baby, you know, learning how to walk. But not learning how to walk, but like, I was a little older than that. But you know what I mean? Just like these memories that were captured. So I think that's why I love video making, filmmaking, storytelling, because it was memories or moments and stories that were captured, and you could play it back and have those memories forever, right? And so I think that's what started my interest for film and tv and stuff like that and we had a blockbuster down the block do you guys remember blockbuster oh God, block, listen blockbuster was the wave <laughs> i miss blockbuster there's only one blockbuster store 
left, I think. I don't know if it's in Michigan or somewhere. Mm-hmm. But there was there is one left, and I want to go visit it. Streaming so killed Blockbuster, yes. pretty much. I want to do a whole episode on streaming, honestly. Because I talk about streaming, like, very basic feelings about how I feel about streaming. Maybe I'll do an episode on streaming, because I have a lot to say about streaming services and just, like, the idea of streaming. But going back to Blockbuster, we used to rent, like I said, we rented the movie Rent, The Ring, White Chicks. I had the Jimmy Neutron movie. <laughs> you know, we had tapes. We had um, The Lion King on VHS tape. We had Friday the 13th on VHS. We So I was always surrounded by film and movies and stuff like that. And I didn't even realize it now that I'm talking about it, right? But my aspiration in life or, like, my goal in life was to... I wanted to become a filmmaker at one point as a kid. What I'm going... To, what, what I'm saying is... I'm referring back to the article I was talking about. How kids say that what they want to be and then adults go through so many transitions in life and they ended up where they wanted to be when they said when they were like four years old right so maybe who knows maybe i'll be a filmmaker or i'll do something with a video or something like that like i'm doing it with youtube right i'm doing it with tiktok and stuff right is my form of creativity is my form of creative expression so i see myself doing something in terms of creating what i say creating content i feel like that's just so used but let's be real we are creating content for everybody right yeah and Capturing memories, telling stories. Um, it's almost like home videos, kind of, but in a more modern way. And I get to like tell my side of the story and, you know, show people my point of view, right? So I do love filmmaking. Maybe I would get back to that. Like, maybe I'll go back to school for that or something like that. But I just love, love storytelling and cap- capturing moments. But, you know, when people say, What's your dream job? I don't have a dream job. <laughs> it's hard to say yeah it's hard to say because things change and you change as you grow you know like mona said why can't we just make millions of money and do nothing <laughs> i know i didn't acknowledge that before but don't worry i have that comment stuck in my mind just now but no i agree with you i wish we could just live life and just enjoy it enjoy it versus surviving and i know a lot of people who are from different countries who aren't from america who told me that our way of living is not the best way of living compared to how they live and where they're from and it's way more in terms of enjoyment in terms of enjoyment right and being you know doing what you love and just being more um appreciative of the small things yeah you know however i do i would say this so in in ways america you know we are lucky that you know we we get the, the little things that we do have right um yeah like healthcare isn't of course we still have issues with healthcare here but if it's a lot of places, you know, like better. my family back in DR, like yeah. your family back in Cambodia, you know, we have those small things that we, you know, I'm grateful for. But mm-hmm. I do think that overseas, they have a more of appreciation of, for life. Yeah, they definitely do. Yeah. And, you know, I, I admire that about, you know, people living in other countries. Um, Oh, I didn't know Debbie is Canadian. Debbie, I actually wanted to ask you that, but I didn't want to be out of line. When I heard you speaking earlier, I'm like, I know she's Canadian. I know she's Canadian. And he knows I have this uh, this obsession with, with Canada. Canada. Yeah, like, he does. I just like Canadians and the Brits. Like, musically and, you know, artistically, they're so... Amazing. Inclined, you know, they're, they're just amazing. And plus, I just feel like a lot of them are better people than a lot of Americans. Americans. No, I definitely agree. I feel like Canadians and, you know, people from the UK and just any other country besides America, people are so well-rounded. Yeah, and, and a lot of Americans aren't. Yeah, yeah, and their Americans are so stuck in their ways, yeah. and they're so ignorant to a lot of things. Individualistic. Because, yeah, they're very individualistic, and I feel like it's also because of what we were taught too. But um, like people in the UK be knowing like three languages, and we over here like we could barely speak English. Like, no, honestly, it's so bad. But no, I would say people like in Canada, 
and like the UK actors, actresses, they can act their ass off. Singers, <laughs> artists, they can sing their ass off. There's something about them that like is so special that I can't put with American artists, but with them, it's something I can't explain. Debbie, um, before we migrated to Station Head, I actually did an episode of Best Canadian Artists. Oh yeah, I, love I that did episode. before we migrated. I wish I would have known you then. Honestly, you would have loved had it. We had Alanis Morissette on there. We had Celine Dion, Drake, <laughs> Avril Lavigne, Shania Twain. Shania Twain. I really wish that you were there for that episode. And now you just sharing this with us, you know. I'm, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm glad. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Thank you was, for sharing that. That episode, he really shared his love for Canadian artists and their artistry. Melanie Fiona, amazing. But yeah, no, for sure. She said Joel Plasker. Can I request his new one? Yes, of course. Send the request in. Like I'm learning so much about you, Debbie. Like you're just like I love it. sparking conversation everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it too. Yeah, definitely request a song. Um, but yeah, I just want to continue talking about dreams and aspirations. Um, what are your dreams and aspirations, Mona, Debbie, anyone else that's listening out there? Oh, let's view the song and I am going to play it. Let me play this song and then I'll come back. How about that? Let's play a request by Debbie. Yeah, welcome to the show, Miss Lee. Um, we were just talking about wind down Wednesdays, winding down, talking about what we do when we wind down. And I was just playing some chill music. And we then we got into this conversation about careers and life and aspirations. And I talked about my job history, <laughs> my weird job history with these different jobs that I've done. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just wanted to come back before I close off the show. Um, I just want to say thank you for everyone who shared their stories, share their advice, share their opinions. Like, this is such a safe space for everyone to be in here, you know? And I want to say thank you for being so vulnerable, you know? I feel like vulnerability, vulnerability I can't even say this word right. Vulnerability, am I saying it right, Ready, Eve? <laughs> vulnerability. <laughs> vulnerability. <laughs> Listen, I'm from New York. My accent is going to kick in sometimes because I can't talk with certain words. I can't say certain words. It's so bad. But um, no, I respect the vulnerability with people and the stories that we're telling, right? And honestly, I wasn't even planning to tell you guys my work history and the things I went through and me losing my job a bunch of times and where I'm at today. And the conversation got deep and that's yeah. where it went. And, you know, I feel like the conversation sparked other great conversations amongst the chat and yeah. other people. And, you know, we shared ideas and share, you know, this different experiences so it was great no i definitely agree and i did say it was like almost like a therapy session you know everyone was venting and talking about how they felt so i really do appreciate that because just so you know you're not alone and everyone feels what you're feeling right because mona says she related to eddie you know and listen um, 30 is right around the corner yeah, i'm excited for it up. though i'm yeah. excited but i think all of us are in different stages of our lives and you know a lot of us on here on the app you know, we're creating for a reason. Maybe we're creating yeah. because a lot of what's going on around us, we have no control over, right? That's true. I, I never thought about that. I agree. I feel like there's so much noise out there. And I just want to block out that noise, that negative noise, and just hone in and be at center with myself. And, you know, I love creating and I love talking to people. And it's funny because, you know, how Eddie said that he's more introverted. I'm actually more out um, extroverted than he is i would say like i'm a, i'm am i an introvert maybe i don't know i, I would say like i'm more extroverted. Your, your introverted moments you're more extroverted than me 
Yeah. But um, I feel like you're an omnivore. Yeah, I think I'm, a, I'm an omnivore. I love talking to people, new people. I always tell this to anybody. I always tell this to Eddie. You can literally throw me in a group of strangers and I'll be fine. Like, I will create conversations somewhere with someone. I just love talking to people, as you guys can see. Most of the shows actually a lot of talking this episode, which I'm not mad about. Speaking of talking, because I do love to talk, um, I actually had a podcast in the works and it kind of fell through the cracks. So this is my podcast thing, I guess, right? It's a radio show. I play music, but, you know, we're here to talk about some stuff. And talk about what's on our mind. And, you know, I've always wanted to do a podcast for some time now. So I guess this is, um, what is it, alternative way of me podcasting, right? I love to talk and I love music. So it was a perfect, perfect combination. But, yeah, the podcast that I had, it was amazing. You know, it, um, it was with a great friend of mine. And it fell through the cracks, you know, for personal reasons. Um, we filmed three episodes, everything. And, and it was cute, too. It was, it was cute. really cute. We had a whole setup and everything, mics, cameras, action, literally everything. Three episodes in, and now it just went straight to archives because it will never see the light of day. But everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Because even me, I was going to do my podcast on Apple Podcasts and yeah. um, the other platforms, and then we found Amp. Yeah. And I introduced you to Amp, and then now Amp is dead. But we're here. We're, <laughs> we moved on, though. We're yeah, we station did. head. So at no, least we I have another platform. Head. But yeah, I think um, everything happens for a reason. And look, it, we're all creating. We found a different outlet. And like I said, yeah. this is our way of kind of, I don't want to say controlling in a negative way, but like, you know, having input in what happens in our lives. Yeah. Our creation is our shows and mm -hmm. what we play, how we have dialogue with other people. And it's happening for a reason. I think a lot of things outside of Station Head and our shows, we don't control and it leaves little room for creativity. So. No, I definitely agree with you. And honestly, like he said, everything happens for a reason. Who knows? Maybe the archives will see this light of day someday in the future. You know, never say never, right? But I do like talking. I do like filming. I do love creating conversations with people. It, the reason I love creating conversations with people because I'm always learning. And I love to learn. You need to be a person who loves to learn. You could be 70 years old. Learn, you know. There's always something new to learn about. To lifelong learn. scholar. Yeah, lifelong scholar. I love that. Um, there's always something new to learn, perspectives to look into, different point of views, different feelings, different outlooks on life, right? And I, I love that. That's why I love talking to people. And apparently a lot of people love Scorpios. I'm looking at the chat right now. Um, wait, Debbie's birthday is November 15th? Yes. Oh my gosh, she's a Scorpio. Yeah. Hey, hey girl. I love Scorpios. And uh, Eddie's birthday is November 7th. He's definitely a Scorpio. Scorpio season is coming up, y'all. It's creeping in. It's creeping in. Um, no, but I love Scorpios. I'm a Cancer, if you guys didn't know. I, if you guys want to know my big three, I'll let you know my big three. But yes, check out Debbie's link tree, Serenity Poetry. She definitely has a podcast. I'm going to check that out. I would definitely love to check that out. I'm going to screenshot it, actually. So yeah, I'm actually typing in now so I can copy and paste. Okay, perfect. You sent that <laughs> to me. Thank you. <laughs> but no, I definitely love that. Oh, yeah, Miss Lee is an Aries. She said, yes, I want to know your big three. Um, My big three, are you guys ready? My sun is in Cancer. My moon is in Cancer. And my rising is in Libra. <laughs> so I'm a big emotional wreck and crazy. Oh, <laughs> I feel things very deeply, way too deep sometimes. It's okay. I'm very sensitive, too. 
Don't I feel me, like guys. we were all emotional in our own ways. I am all crab, but I don't got crabs. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little crabby. I, I would say I'm very, I, I moved with emotions. I really do, which is kind of bad at the same time, because now I, I don't know how to separate emotions from the truth. Logic. Logic, from logic yeah. But I mean, at least it's pure, right? Yeah, it's true. And my Libra side is what makes me so extroverted and throw me in a bunch of people and I'll be fine. I can adapt to literally anybody. I love being fair. I love balance. Um, what about Libras? Libras are very indecisive. I could be indecisive. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much me. What are everyone's big threes? I want to know. You know me, Virgo Rising. Yes. Leo Moon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know your birth chart. <laughs> but I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart. Yes. I do. A lot of my chart Scorpio. is Scorpio. Yeah. yeah, my son is Scorpio. A lot of my chart is Scorpio. But yeah, yeah so Virgo Rising, mm -hmm. Leo Moon. Yeah. But honestly, y'all gonna hate me for saying this, but I'm only gonna claim the Scorpio. <laughs> he is. And you know what's so funny? Before I did his birth chart, I used to tell him, I was like, you have to have Leo in you in some way. And you you didn't you don't see it, but I did see it. And when we did your birth chart, I knew it. I knew you had Leo in you. I wanna do a whole episode on astrology. That'd be fun. That would be fun. And everyone could like call in and talk about that would be fun. Yeah, actually, guys, my next show on Sunday is gonna be about astrology. <laughs> Thanks. There you go. That's you know, right there. That's pretty yes. you know Episode random. eleven, astrology. Impromptu, but hey. yeah. And, but that's how I work, guys. Impromptu, I go with how I feel. But um, yeah, we, like I said, we are people who exist in this universe and we were created by stars or whatever people want to say right miss <laughs> lee said i've done on birth charts and readings hello i'm down yes and debbie said astrology you can do my chart yes yes please oh my god we should do like a live radio show on doing people's birth charts miss lisa i'm pisces rising half my family's pisces that's crazy Both my, my twin brother and i wear scorpio yeah so i grew up all around pisces so they balance us out look listen she's a leo moon too just like you so maybe you guys <laughs> can have some commonalities we need to go out to dinner one day and talk about that <laughs> right we just gonna order a steak and talk about astrology the way you're gonna be like y'all done we're like no <laughs> i love that i love pisces too um both my parents are pisces they're super over dramatic, and that's where I get my antics from. <laughs> I love your dad. He's funny. Yeah, my, my parents love to put on a show, and then they're done. They just need to release whatever they're feeling, and they'll yell at me for five seconds, and they'll be okay, I'm fine. That's literally where I get Pisces, it from. Yeah, they yeah. do that. My mom, my grandmother, my older brother, my cousin. My yeah. Couple, a lot of them. Yeah, my family's spicy. Mona, yeah. what's your big three? Have you ever done your birth chart, Mona? I know you're a Gemini, right? Because my sister is a Gemini. That's how they, they bonded over being a Gemini. Mona, maybe we could do a real live birth chart reading. Ah, uh, Kriti's a Pisces. That makes so much yes. sense. Uh, I was giving water energy from Kriti. Yeah, me too. Her energy is, yeah, definitely, definitely water. But she's super um social. Super yeah. social. That makes sense. That makes so much sense. Big ball of emotional energy that I love. I love that. I love it. I love Pisces. So, oh, Mona doesn't know her big three. Mona, so I don't know if you heard, but I guess my next show on Sunday at 6 p.m. is going to be about astrology. And I would love to do a live reading on your birth chart on Sunday. <laughs> but you need to have Miss Lee there because Miss Lee yes. has done this before. Miss Lee has done this before, so we can all talk about this together because I would love, love, love to do it. I'm going to actually schedule my show for Sunday for astrology. I love that. This is going to be so much fun, guys. Um, 
Debbie said, as long as it's not Sunday in the morning, because that's when she does her Sunday grass. Which oh, we have yes, to attend, guys. So. Attend Spark Radio, a.k.a. Debbie, on her Sunday grass radio show Sunday morning, because I will be there already. You will be there. And um, Debbie, please, like, if you can DM me or um, I'm not sure if you already scheduled it on your page. I'll go check. But I just want to get a reminder so I can attend. Yes, yes. Let everyone know. Everyone put in your socials. If you guys have Instagrams, all of that, put that in the chat. We're all here to support each other. And you guys are great people. And you guys create amazing shows. And I, I want to let everyone know about each other, you know. So, yes, add each other. Um, but, Mona, um, you have some homework to do before <laughs> Sunday. And if you don't, you're going to get an F. <laughs> but um, I want you to know where you were born city and state town whatever it is um what time you were born p.m a.m i need to know the exact time and your actual birth date and then i could conjure something up and then we can do your live show together <laughs> and talk about it and obviously i would have this planned like i would do your birth chart and then you know we go over it on the show live and see if it's accurate or not i'm so excited to see this <laughs> and yeah but um i just wanted to end the show here guys so sad but I want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for venting. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing your stories, your advice. You know, um, Mona, you are a star in the sky, girl. <laughs> because, listen, you are more brave than you think you are. And I know that things could seem intimidating. And, you know, you got to just let yourself know that life is too short. Like, you can literally, I always talk about this, God forbid, but if you die tomorrow, what would you be were you happy with what you did before everything that just happened? Were you happy with how you left the mark on the world? How you, you know, lived your life? Like, would you be content? So, you know, do what you got to do. Be happy. Ha you choose happiness. And, you know, if money's in the way, you know, make that money, girl. But keep Let's that happiness. Make this station head pop so none of us have to work a regular job ever again. <laughs> yeah, no, agree, agree. And, you know, she says she wants to be more and more, more like me, right, with me jumping into jobs. But, girl, I think I just have commitment issues. Let me stop. No, I just, hey, I don't have commitment issues. I have commitment issues with jobs because I just, I hate feeling stagnant. But that's my issue that I have to work through, right? I hate feeling stagnant. I just want to keep doing more with what I want to do, which is, like, filmmaking, content creating, you know, creating stories, something along those lines, you know. I have so many goals that I want to accomplish. And that's where I'm at. That's why I'm always changing my mind and changing jobs, right? And um, Debbie had great advice, great, great advice. Um, honestly, it kind of opened up my eyes. It's just nice to hear from someone else, nice to see it, nice to know that someone out there is doing her damn thing. You know, she retired at 55 from a job that was, um, you know, nursing is hard, hard. as hell. It is. It is. So, you know, oh, Crispy, we need to learn Spanish in this lifetime. Girl, uh, I'll be trying to, tr listen, I try to teach Crispy Spanish. I'm like, Listen, my family's hella Dominican. So I'm surprised he doesn't pick it up. Like I do pick it up. Ya tu saben, no me gusta. No, but that's lame. Um, yeah. Yo quiero, yo quiero, uh, uh, pollo. <laughs> um, no, I, I feel like I'm getting it there. I, so Eddie and I, were actually going to Colombia, Colombia Cartagena. Yeah, Cartagena. So I am not embarrassed to say this, but I downloaded Duolingo to learn Spanish a little more before we go to Cartagena. But I haven't done any of the homework. I get notifications and I just exit out of it. No, Miss Lisa, I speak Spanish. I do fluently. I'm first generation born here, <laughs> so I didn't have an option. 
He's yeah. Cambodian, I'm so Cambodian, Southeast Asian. So <laughs> yeah. I'm far from that girl, but yeah, I've been trying to teach him, but I don't get why he doesn't pick it up. Like it, it's weird. And my and every time he's around my, you know, my mom and my family, like they speak Spanish. They only speak Spanish. So I'm confused. And I'll be sitting here having a full phone combo with my grandma in Spanish. Yeah. And he'd be picking it up, but I'm I just pick like, up certain oh. words. Like I know what people are saying, which is funny because obviously I'm not Latino or Hispanic. But I could pick up a conversation, like when your mom was like talking about a video she watched about cats, and she was she thought it was funny. Like I knew what she was saying. Like it's weird. I understand what people are saying. I just can't speak it back. I could read it. Like I'll see commercials on television, and it'll be Spanish commercials, and I know what they're saying on those commercials. I just don't know how to speak it well. We're gonna get you there because before we go to Cartagena, we need to like you know, Colombia's their Spanish is very different. Colombian Spanish is different. Yeah. You know, every region has their, you know, different slang and their slang, you know, like, and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, us, us Hispanics, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, you know, Cubans, we're the Caribbean Spanish. So our Spanish has a lot of flavor. You know, we bring a lot of the Spanish that a lot of people know <laughs> or they try to speak in terms of like New York and the East Coast. That's from, you know, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, and Cubans. So mainly Puerto Ricans and us Dominicans. And then, you know, South American Spanish is a little different. So yeah. you got to get prepared because Colombia is different. I love dialects too. I agree with you, Miss Lee. Um, what else? Mona said, that's actually not bad, Crispy. Hey, girl, thanks. Um, Miss Lee said, Kriti speaks for me, the Dominican flag. Hey, more Dominicans. Also, <laughs> Miss Lee, I think your name is Sam, so I don't want to you know, get that wrong. But if you can send places, please. Oh, please yeah. Do. Because I, um, my coworker, she actually went to Cartagena not too long ago and she um, suggested Gethsemane or something like that. I'm, I'm butchering the neighborhood wrong but just so many the the islands that she went to samantha or sammy please i love that i love that okay we are going to acknowledge you as samantha or sammy i'm, I'm gonna call you sammy can i call you sammy, sammy. I oh like my sammy. god yeah who wrote the note <laughs> from actually Shore. mona i do want to do a show on my birthday i i, I want to do a show from colombia but We'll see yeah, how the we day have goes. To get things packed up, and we're gonna be doing a lot of shopping, and I mean during that whole weekend. We're that'll be the second ready. day we're there because my birthday's the seventh. We're yeah. planning to be there um a couple of days before, but I'm trying to do a live show there. But we'll see. Yeah, because we'll see. it's week- gonna be the third, you know, yeah. dirty thirty. So yeah, hello. We'll see. Yeah, because we're gonna during that weekend before we go, we're gonna be buying stuff and getting ready, and yeah, honestly, I can't wait for that. But yeah, let me know some places in Colombia, Cartagena, um, ya tu sabe. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'll get you up on it, don't worry. Yes, I have Duolingo, and I will use Duolingo. Um, and yeah, let me know. Let me know if you guys know Spanish, too. Don't, don't let, make me feel like I'm the only one that knows. She said Crispy's flexing. <laughs> <laughs> I am flexing. Listen, I am not that bad. I just lost it. I lost my Spanish speaking conversation (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah no like i would love to see suggestions on cartagena um mona we can practice spanish together we can do homework together i can do a zoom we could do zooms together (laughs) but don't forget your astrology homework before you fail the class and i'm gonna call you out on sunday be like well you know you know how teachers used to do that they used to call kids out i'm like dang why do you have to do that right you're like it's, it's eight o'clock in the morning like damn it's got like, to train like, like, go in the corner time out <laughs> 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 but um no thank you guys for joining the show i keep 
saying thank you and ending it, but I just love to talk. I need to, there, I, there needs to be like it's fine. You have Sunday. There. It's fine. You have Sunday. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he he's holding my hand, guys. He's comforting me right now. I think he likes me. Um, <laughs> no, but <laughs> hey, Kriti, thank you for tuning in. Kriti, you've been doing the work too. You've been yes. doing a lot of shows on love it, love it. on here. Like, listen, I my hat goes out to you and Sammy because. Y'all be active. Yeah. Y'all be active on these streets. Y'all make me want to work even more on this app. Yes, y'all be active. I'll be tired. I don't know how y'all do it. I work eight hours a day, travel an hour commute going and coming, and I'll be exhausted. I just made soup, and I'm ready to knock out, and I didn't eat the soup yet. Drink the like soup Like I said, yet. we got to make this app pop. We got to tip each other so we don't have to work regular jobs anymore. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, that's one thing I love about the community, the amp community that transitioned into Station mm-hmm. Head. You know, you guys are so inspiring, and I love it. And I tune in when I can because obviously, you know, work is a lot. It's been demanding. Yeah, it's very been demanding, especially this time of the year for us, at least, you know. So I I definitely try to join in your shows, even if it's for a little bit. Oh, my God. Thank you, Miss Lee or Samantha, Sammy. Thank you so much. You <laughs> He's so, so happy amazing. he gets to call you like Sammy or Samantha because yeah, we were calling you by your screen name. He's yeah, because like, I never know, like, if it's disrespectful to, like, right. call them by their screen name or their phone name. So, yeah, I just want to make sure that everything's good but i'm so happy i get to call you by sammy or samantha and mona retirement fund hello i don't have any and we're not gonna have any because look, look what's happening in this world but you know what we're gonna make money we're gonna quit our jobs and become full-time creators yeah full-time creators go on vacation and listen if you see me on the box in a box on 42nd street don't say nothing. Just walk around the corner, right? Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Not 42nd Street. Uh, Mona said, adopt me, please. I mean, Mona, we have a couch here. So if you want to sleep over, let us know. We'll feed you, bathe you, what you got to do. But, girl, make your money. And then bring it back to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but for real, though, thank you for having me, um, Crispy. Yes, thank you yes. for having the conversation and opening the dialogue with everyone. Yes. Also, everyone... As you know, Rated E tomorrow is Thoughtful Thursday, so please tune that. in <laughs> at 8 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing part two to Monday's episode, you know, keeping the great conversation going, and of course doing the musical theme, which was um, Daring the Divas. Daring Divas, but tomorrow will be Delightful Divas, the more newer generation of the Divas, and the topic will be when to end things. We talked about starting new on Monday, so we're going to talk about ending things on thursday so please tune in i love that because i didn't know when to end the show and i need to learn how to end things <laughs> but um no honestly thank you guys you guys can follow me on my shows socials crispy treats and nyc crispy treats nyc youtube all that good stuff if you want to follow my tiktok it's everybody loves crispy but that's like a different type of content but hey you never know right uh everyone put your socials follow each other like each other um hug each other and yeah thank you guys for tuning in Sunday show is really going to be about astrology. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, guys. I'm going to play my last song on the playlist. And it's my girl, Janae Aiko. No, actually, it's Troy Savan. I'm going to play Troy Savan and Janae Aiko. So have a good night, guys. And enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you, Crispy and Eddie, and everyone here so much. Yes, thank you, guys. All right. Have a good night, y'all. Take care.